David Seymour. How was the weather at Waitangi day, weekend? Uh, Variable. It started off pretty cloudy and grey and it it ended up sunny, uh, which is also probably a pretty good metaphor for the whole uh, event, actually. What, what, was it overrun, or was it, or, or did the media get carried away with this? Because there was a lot of, seemed to be a lot of squabbling about co-governance. Well, I think some of the comments by uh, some of the iwi leaders and the prime minister himself in the first couple of days, where they tried to say that you know it's all actor nationals' fault, but uh, people don't like what this government's doing. Uh, I don't think that was helpful, and I think particularly when they said that we're being divisive and racist. What's interesting is that they're not attacking anything we've said. They can't explain what we've said that is divisive and racist because all we ever say is, well, we think it's one person, one vote, and liberal democracy and universal human rights and all the rest. Um, So really they're attacking us. And once you get that far, uh, you have to wonder uh, if they're not attacking us as racists because uh, they think, uh, in my case, that we're not Maori. And uh, I just think that that rhetoric coming out of those guys, and today you see uh, Willie Jackson writing on the newsroom website that, you know, Maori will be thrown under the bus and uh, crushed and killed uh, by acts and national. Again, uh, where's that rhetoric coming from? So certainly, I think on behalf of Willie Jackson, uh, Prime Minister Chippy, as they call him, uh, and some of the iwi leaders, uh, there's been a lot of division, but... Interestingly, I gave my speech in Tanara Māori because they asked for speeches in Māori, and I laid out that we think democracy means one person, one vote, and we honour the treaty that way. And the craziest thing, all the people on the right loved it, and some of the people on the left were very angry that I spoke Māori, so if you can work that out, please let me know. Are you lucky, politically, that you are a small part Māori? I don't think that I should be lucky politically. I think in some people's view... That's probably true because we live in a political climate where who you are matters more than what you do or say. Uh, And so I guess you're probably right. But I just make the point that I completely oppose that climate and that philosophy. In my view, it is your actions and what you do, what your policies are and your values that, that should matter, not your identity. So if I am lucky, it's wrong. But, uh, you know, in some sense, there's probably some truth in that, given the prevailing political wind. Are you going to be scrapping with your old sparring mate, partner, he's not really a mate, Winston Peters, and Shane Jones, over calling out co-governance at this election? Because they're both Māori, or part Māori, and uh, they, they, they seem to be calling it out and doing quite nicely thanks off the back of it. Well, the last two polls I saw, they've gone down to 2%, so I'm not sure where you get that from but again i just say to you um you know it shouldn't be about their race um it should be about can you trust them uh, and will they deliver and i think with them uh you don't actually need to wonder because they've had many chances uh, and they've let too many people down the big problem you've got with trust is not necessarily with you but with the bloke who will be prime minister if you are a part of the next government christopher luxon people ch- uh, trust christopher Hipkins more than Christopher Luxon. And again, I, I give that a bit of time. Uh, you know, Chris Hipkins has had uh, you know a lot of time uh, over the last two weeks where he's been exposed and it seems like a nice, likeable guy, um, got a good smile and, and all the rest. But actually, we, we just got rid of a Prime Minister like that who led us down time and again. 
And I predict that as Chris Hipkins' time goes on, remember, this is the guy who you know, couldn't install the fog cannon, even with $6 million to do it. Um, this is the guy that forgot to order the vaccines uh, and the guy that um, was responsible for contact tracing, testing and making the COVID rules, etc. Um, I suspect that he too is going to have a collision with reality. The difference between him and Jacinda is that he's going to be quite nasty and spiteful as that happens. And I suspect that those trust metrics on him will move. But I also say to you that, um, you know, we also poll trust. Um, and I'm very grateful for the number of New Zealanders that are showing trust in me. And for people that want to change the government, I uh, always hasten to add that there's another option on the right, which is giving your party votes to act. Now, we're going to be chatting next to Andrew Hoggart, who's the president of Federated Farmers, about the latest farmer confidence survey from the feds. It has hit a record low and this comes off the back of the Rabobank survey farmer confidence survey at the end of last year this is an indictment on the government there you go I know I know there's a lot of other things there's a lot of other headwinds facing farming but the government shouldn't be the main one well it's, it's their regulatory approach um, first of all they don't seek to understand farmers uh, the number of times I've tried to point out to them that you know, farmers actually are environmentalists because they're the only group of New Zealanders whose income next year depends on how well they look after their land this year. Um, so, you know, the farmers have a, the only group of New Zealanders with an incentive to conserve the environment around them, and they actually do it very well. Instead, they're being treated as some sort of, you know, terrorists who are actively trying to destroy their own property, which is wrong and patronising. And that's why, for example, Mark Cameron, ex uh, rural spokesperson, uh, has put up bills that Labor voted down, but, you know, has put up bills uh, that we hope to pass in government, which puts things like freshwater uh, lawmaking back to the local community at council level, where people that actually have a few clues what's going on might be able to have some input instead of this top-down approach, which just treats people with contempt. Have you cut a few moves to Beyonce and some of those trendy Epsom and Parnell nightclubs that you hang out in? <laughs> Well, my first question is, is how, how would how would you know? Um, uh, I, I didn't see you there, but um, uh, regardless, um, look, I, I just admire anyone that's successful, uh, and I got in a bit of trouble a few years back uh, for saying that I admired, um, uh, I think it was uh, Miley Cyrus for her uh, success, sold, sold a lot of stadiums, sold a lot of records, won a lot of awards, and while I'm probably not um, a Beyonce fan, uh, just as a matter of taste, uh, I think we've got to start celebrating people's success and say 32 Grammys, that's awesome. Uh, we need a lot more of that attitude in New Zealand, a lot less of the dragging people down. That's why confidence is low. Anyone who tries to move gets whacked. There you go, David Seymour, hitting the nail on the head.